Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 90 Employee Performance Reviews. These reviews are super important to the success of your company because the success of your company depends on the success of your employees. And your employees' psychological well-being, their productivity, and their job satisfaction depends, in part, on knowing where they stand with you, with their employment, and what opportunities they have ahead of them. Over the last few years, there's been a lot of talk about employee engagement and what it means and how to achieve it. And in fact, I've done four episodes on employee engagement, talking about everything from compensation to office design. But I can't find where I talked about the role of performance reviews in the engagement equation. In episode 22, I gave you the Dale Carnegie training definition of employee engagement, which is, quote, as winning the hearts and minds of employees and helping them believe in, not just understand, what they're doing. Actively engaged employees believe in their company's mission and are loyal to their employer, and they promote that feeling among their peers, end quote. I would add that your employees won't live up to their full potential without purpose. In fact, I just read an article in Carrier Management written by John Picolt of Watermark Consulting, where he quoted a report from the journal Perspectives on Psychological Science, where the researchers concluded that happy and engaged employees precede the success of the business. In other words, engaged employees come before the business succeeds. To accomplish this, you have to communicate with your employees. It helps to have policies and benefits that your employees find valuable, but the underlying ingredient in successful engagement is communication, transparent communication, and policies and practices that empower your managers to make employees feel valued and appreciated. So that's why employee performance reviews are so important. They're a key employee engagement tool. And to be effective, They don't need to be formal. They don't need to be annual or even held on your employee's work anniversary. In fact, the review should just be an overview of your interactions throughout the year. Now, I say they don't need to be formal, but they do need to be structured. And there are several types of reviews out there, but I want to tell you about four of them. There's rating scale, objectives, critical incidents, and the 360-degree feedback. Those are the four. So let's go over each of them. The rating scale is simple, so it's widely used. Now, it uses a scale between 1 and 5 or 1 and 10. What you do is you create several categories and then a group of questions for each category. And your employee's supervisor or manager will complete the evaluation form And then your employee will also create a self-evaluation version of that form. Then before the reviewer meets with the employee, both versions will be scored. And each category contributes to an average score for that category. And then the category's scores roll up into a total. 
This makes it easy to compare one employee to another and also to set minimum standards and to track progress based on year-over-year scores. The objectives type review is also pretty straightforward. It's based on goals and deadlines, which makes it easy to measure success and to identify failure. But for this to be effective, you've got to work with your employee ahead of time to set crystal clear goals and deadlines, and then you have to track the results. The critical incidents type tracks specific events. For this to work well, you've got to collect details, not just generally what happened, and that's best done immediately after the incident. Now, this isn't one that you can just prepare a few days ahead of the employee meeting. You need real-time journaling of these critical incidents. You'll also have to define what constitutes a critical incident. And the last thing you want to do is be inconsistent because you don't want to end up with a discrimination claim. The most comprehensive type is the 360-degree feedback. The goal here is to get feedback from coworkers, customers, vendors, and anyone else who interacts with your employee. Just like the critical incidents type, this one's hard to do all at one time. You need to be more organized if you want to use this type. You've got to go and gather data throughout the review year. Now, obviously, this method is more telling. You're going to learn a whole lot more about your employee this way, but you also have to ask the right questions. So that's a brief overview of these four different types. But whatever type you use and whatever process you follow, whatever the setting or the frequency, what matters most is that you're consistent. And another thing I want to say here, regardless, again, of the review type or method, have your employees keep a performance journal or a file throughout the year with their accomplishments. This is going to help them stay focused on achieving results and not doing just the minimum work that's required to stay off your radar. The hardest part about a review is the actual employee meeting. This can be uncomfortable for both of you, but it doesn't have to be as long as you're prepared and you follow some simple rules. Be candid, not shy or indecisive. Be specific and clear, especially when you're criticizing. Keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate matters. And make it a conversation, not a lecture. This means you have to listen to what your employee is saying. And cover one topic or one point at a time. You know, identify it, make your statement, ask for feedback, and then discuss it. Then move on to the next point. Provide constructive criticism. Don't end up with a long list of things your employee needs to work on. You should just focus on two or three specific things and keep it at that because your employee's chance of successfully achieving those goals will be significantly better. Avoid confrontation. And then finally, use the opportunity to find out what's important to them. A successful review is one where there aren't any surprises. And neither of you should be shocked by what comes up. That's because you'll have been communicating all year long, right? And basically conducting many reviews throughout the year. Most of the review meeting should be spent establishing new goals and talking about the future. The majority of employees will tell you that the most important aspect of the review is for the promotion and the pay increase. Yet that might not be the right time for that discussion. It might be better to make the salary review separate, 
but do it within a few weeks of the performance review. This way, the performance review is about performance and not overshadowed by the expectation of or the anxiety that comes along with a compensation review. And since we're talking about compensation, there's a few points I'd like to make. A merit increase isn't always justified or available. There comes a time when an employee has reached the max pay for their position, and the only increase is a slight cost of living adjustment. If an employee is good enough to keep, then you should at least provide a cost of living increase. If they aren't worth it, let them go. Set them free. They're in the wrong position working for the wrong company. And stop wasting their time and, more importantly, your money. And finally, you need to have a job description for every position in your company. And this needs to include a salary range. That's going to help you maintain control over the negotiations. Employees either need to perform well or have tenure to step their way through the position salary range. And once they've reached the end of that road, they'll have to expand their skills or shoot for other positions within the company that have higher pay. Well, there you have it. Employee performance reviews. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac.